ये बरे यस इंडीड फेलो पीपल नील पियर्ट Right off the bat, dude. <laughs> what, what is happening, everybody? So happy to be here. It is Monday. Beautiful. Pimp City, California. I'm here in the beat locker. Phil, what is your new beat locker called, Funky Phil? It's Ooh. at, it's, it's something, something called at Phil's Castle. Yeah, maybe Phil's Castle. I don't know. I haven't named Phil's it yet. Phil's Castle's your house. I'll take suggestions. I don't All know. All right. Yeah, the f- Tasha's place is called the Stabbing Cabin. Yeah, <laughs> this is called the Beat Locker, mm-hmm. and Pimp City. You got to have something. All right, well, we gotta we gotta post post a poll right now. Um, I hope everybody's doing good out there. We're not streaming live today. Um, running into some crazy technical difficulties right off the bat. Not happy about that, Phil. You know how I'm. You know how I get on technology, man. Die, die. <laughs> exactly. That's what happened last time. I was having a problem with technology. I was telling people they should die. Mm-hmm. So furious, unbelievable, man. Well, anyways, we'll get into all of that. We have an incredible, the best show we've ever done is happening today. That's right. That's yeah. right. Best show we've ever done. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Um, you know, and that's just because we are the best versions of us, us, we're living our truth. As my wife says, mm-hmm. we're doing it for real, for real. Yeah. 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 Son. So, um, I'm Corey Kingston over there in his nameless studio at Phil's castle is the one, the only it's just fresh shave, just looking great. Handsome as all good. Not a Kendall anymore. You still have flowy hair, but you got a haircut. It looks like. I trimmed. I gave myself a trim trim last night. Looks so good. You look so indie rock. It's still long on the top. Yeah. But not like super long. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's looking like more like you play in a band. It's good. It's good. And then your your in-ears look like you're wearing, um, what are those, what are those big earrings that people wear? Um, (laughs) plugs. It looks like you're wearing plugs. Yeah. I got plugs and a haircut. No. And you're wearing like a black hoodie. So you look like you would probably be like in an indie band with like, you look like you'd have hand tattoos. I can't believe hand tattoos and your fingernails painted black. Like you look like really? one of those guys that play like in, in good Charlotte or like, I'm just wearing my drum brigade sweat. I mean, a t-shirt <laughs> and a, a vessel. Hoodie. Yeah. No vessel. Yeah, you look like you would be like on Warp Tour with cut off jean shorts and like vans with no socks. Let's do it. And plugs and hand tattoos and finger tattoos. We are punk rock as it gets. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like straight up, straight edge punk rock as it gets. X tattoos everywhere. Yeah, yeah. So uh, that guy that you hear right there is the one, is the only Funky Phil Pardell. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, he's here. He's here. What a lovely audience. Yes, yes. The audience is just give yourselves a hand. I mean, just top form, top form. Yeah, showed up. Yeah, <laughs> happy about it too. For a second though, they're like, yeah, <laughs> like crazy. Anyways, um, this is Drum Brigade Podcast, episode three hundred and sixty-seven, uh, um, <laughs> and 
you know, we're just doing our thing over here, just keeping it really, really real. Yeah. Um, if you guys want to join in on any of the stuff that we do, just use drumbergade.com. That's about all I'm going to say about it today. Let's get into it. Yeah. Drum Brigade Podcast, episode 103. Coming at you. We got a fantastic guest this week, Funky Phil. Yeah. Our first guest that we've ever had on the show, believe it or not. Oh, yeah. When we started this podcast 103 episodes ago, uh, I think our third episode, I was like, hey, we should have guests on. And we were like, we don't know how to do that. <laughs> and so I did a live on camera interview with our guest that's coming up and then lost the footage immediately. <laughs> but we had the audio still, right? But I have the audio, yeah. yeah. Because all of our, all of our, um, all of our less, uh, all of our, all of our podcasts were video in our first season. Yeah. But then I lost the video and then I had the audio only. So I just posted like pictures of her, like going side to side. Anyways, our guest this week is Miss Lady Rebecca Jade. Yes. One of my, yeah, yeah. One of my ultimate favorite people in the whole world. She's amazing. And I'm not saying that. Like, I mean, I literally, I only have a few. And like, she is one of my favorite people. Yeah, I think I'm not very, even very on that list. <laughs> Phil, if, you know, you, would be, you wouldn't be so lucky. Um, you're on the, like, the other list. There's oh. like my favorite people. And then there's like my most Die. unfavorite Die. people. Die. Die. <laughs> It's like Streamlabs, Funky Phil, my ex-wife. <laughs> <laughs> no, Phil, you're Sweet. on one of my favorite people too. Don't worry about that. Yes. It's like, you know, like there's certain people that are just like, man, I really like that guy. Yeah, you're one of those guys. Rebecca Jade is one of those people too. Um, I was on her podcast last week or two weeks ago. Nice. How was that? And, um, great. Great, man. She's just, she's just an easy, like easy conversation, easy to hang out with, easy to talk to. So we're going to chat it up with her for a little bit. She's coming on in a few minutes here. We're running so behind, dude. We're running so behind. I have like soapboxes to get on and like all this stuff. Um, before I ask you about your day though, there's some stuff like we're just, we're still, we're still working things out in uh, it's been almost a year that we've been on this COVID thing, you know, and we're still trying to work things out with what we're doing with our life and our career. And, um, you know, last week was a rocky week for me, man. It was like so emotional up and down, like, and just, I wasn't able to perform and show up as my best me. And, um, so I felt like, um, you know, try, you, all you can do is try your best. Right. Yeah. But, um, I felt like my playing wasn't what it should be. I live streamed and it was, it was okay, but it wasn't like what I was just getting really frustrated. My podcasting last week wasn't as my best me. I was just, I still put that stuff out there because it's part of being transparent and part of doing your thing. But, um, yeah, so this week, um, it's Monday and it's already going a little bit better than last week. I'm still having some technical difficulties, but it's about how I, I work through those technical difficulties, right? Not mm -hmm. throwing my, computer out a freaking window out a window so even though i want to don't do it the thing's right, expensive yeah and we know what their warranty program is like <laughs> yeah so a couple things um 
Yeah, don't get me started on that. Funky <laughs> Sorry, yeah, I shouldn't have said. It. <laughs> um, couple things. Uh, podcast wise, um, we're still we're still doing this 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 drum brigade podcast. We're still going strong. Uh, kind of up in the air, right? With like our guests and whether or not we have a guest and what we're doing with our guests. So we have a lot to think about with the show. I'm just thinking out loud here, Phil. Um, but, um, drum brigade podcast is going to be here. I don't know. I don't, I don't, everything's kind of weird though. Like we don't, we don't really know like if it's gonna, I don't know what I'm saying here, but like, we're still going to be doing the, the drum brigade podcast as it is right. The acceptance podcast I think is going to live on into eternity as a five episode series. And then it's going to go. Bye. Bye. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I don't know. I might, it just depends. I think what I want my and my personal podcast to be is just whatever I want it to be at whatever time I want it to be, you know, <laughs> if that makes sense. I don't want to have to put pressure on myself to do, um, you know, start a new podcast and the amount of work that goes into that was, it's really cool as part of my growth, but I don't know if that's something that is steady and consistent. So and um, I, it's getting mixed reviews, torn. People are torn there. They like it. And then some people are just like, yeah, it's not for me, which is cool. I don't do things so that everyone will like it. I do things because, you know, I'm trying to make strides and flourish and be the best version of me. So that's part of my growth. Anyways, um, acceptance podcast is cool. Now, I am still going to do other podcasts, but I think I want my podcast stuff, my podcast journey aside from drum brigade podcast to be more of a, Hey man, I want to talk about like this today or Hey man, I want to just go live on my, you know, I'm the way to a gig and Hey, I want to turn on my podcast app and document this backstage experience. And I think it's a little bit more of that. Hey, I want to tell stories of stuff that happened on the road and Hey, today I just want to do a solo soapbox, you know, and stuff like that. So I still want to do the other storytelling version of stuff. So I might do a series of that, like a couple different, you know, episodes of that probably still call it the acceptance podcast. I don't know, but we'll see for right now. Acceptance podcast. Um, I feel has ran its course and I've hit a wall, like writer's block wall with, all right. I think I've said what I wanted to say on that kind of stuff. And I think I'm, um, I'm going to move on. <laughs> That's so, cool. um, so there's that. Um, Chops and coffee is still going really, really strong. Um, it's building. It's 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 like yeah, people are showing up and loving it. It's creating a new thing, a new community within a community. So that's, that's awesome. really good. Um, yeah, man, and it, that's that's pretty nerve wracking for me too. Though last week I had like a pretty colossal fail for me. What? I try to I try to really show up and like perform. You know, like. I'm supposed to get everyone motivated. I'm supposed to lead the group and we're not doing like crazy hard warmups, but like last Friday I told you my, my mind was everywhere. And so I showed up and like, couldn't do like some simple warmup. And I, and then I started getting like frustrated and trying to be positive, but then it was still like, I was in my head. Uh-huh. Basically what happened was like, I heard somebody in the background, like warming up. Or like looking at what I had posted, like on, like I had, I had the page pulled up the sheet music and they're like, oh yeah. And then one of the guys is always trying to like, he's always trying to 
how do I say this? Like he, he kind of tries to take the lead over from me when this is like my thing. Mm. So he keeps, he'll try to like go, yeah, well what you want to do is, or he'll like, you know, it's fine. It's cool. He's like older than all of us in the room. So, or most of us. So anyways, it's totally cool. I accept it and it's great, but he'll take my warm up and be like, well, if you really want to do it, you should do this. And then I'm like, bro, all right. Yeah, we can try that. So, um, it's fine. It's totally, it's totally cool. It's not, not a bad thing, but, um, it just makes it more challenging. And then the people that are beginners in the room can't really hang, you know? Yeah. So, and I'm trying to make it so that everyone can hang. Um, anyways, that being said, uh, he was like, Hey, if you want to try this, I was doing like an accent exercise, simple accent exercise as like our first warm up of the day. And then, um, he's like, you can try it like this with like diddles instead of accents. And I was like, Oh yeah, that's cool. And then I started trying that, but then I wasn't, I didn't have a chance to like really work through it. And so I was like fumbling through it and then feeling that feeling of like, Oh boy, like everybody's watching me and I'm messing this up and I should be leading this. And like, I should be the guy that like they're looking to for advice. And I should, oh, and then I hear some other guy like in the background, I'm like, Oh boy. Like, and then I start having those feelings of inferiority. Like, why am I even leading this? Who am I to even think that I can lead this? I shouldn't be doing this. Like maybe these guys should be doing it, you know? And then it just went south. Dude. Oh man. <laughs> it's like based on the opposite of what this whole experience is supposed to be like feeling like you belong, not feeling inferior. And it just made, it just uncovered my whole world. And so then it just went south to where I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't like read my way through the exercise that I pulled for that day. I couldn't do anything. And so it just went to my head and I went home like freaking out, like mentally freaking out. Like, oh, babe, like, I don't know what's going on, man. Like, I, I just, I just need to get out of here. Like, I just need to freak. This is how, this is how I am, Phil. Yeah. Dude, we all get so, like that, you know? Everybody yeah. get, we, I get in my head and like super down on myself mm. pretty often. And, you know, it's part that's of being what, a human being, dude. Yeah. And that's, that's the whole point of like what the, what drum brigade is supposed to be is to help people not feel like that. And then when the leader of the, of this movement is feeling like that, it just, that set my whole world into like, what is the, what is it all for? You know what I mean? <laughs> like yeah. I'm supposed to be leading this movement of not feeling inferior, but I'm feeling inferior right now. And like, I should be the one that's like, Hey, like stop making people feel inferior. We're going to do what's on the page. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm and we, you, we can't like, I keep, you know, I keep going through this thing about like, not, you can't please everybody. And so, um, yeah, so, so that went down, uh, and it was fine. But, but my point is chops and coffee is becoming really cool. Like the guys that are in chops and coffee are it's become like a little family of like, it's a small group, but it become a little family of dudes that are just like so appreciative to, to have this. So it's become a really cool thing, man. It's become really cool. And, um, you know, I, I don't know where, I don't know where, what, what will come of this. I especially don't know how to like monetize this to, you know, for right now, it's just helping us grow the, grow the brand, you know? That's so. cool. It sounds like a hoot. I wish I could make more, make it to more of them. 
Yeah, it would be cool to have you lead some of them, man. Like it would really be, it would really be awesome. It really helped me out. <laughs> you know, it's like, is you got like skills that I don't have that, you know, and warmups and stuff that these guys, it's getting to where I have to keep coming up with something new and they're soaked when I come up with something new, but like my war, it's meant to just be a warm up. It's not meant to stretch you out, you know, and like, it's it's just meant to be like it was meant to be simple warm-ups and then it was meant to be like a chop or a fill or a groove or something that you don't know or you maybe you do know but maybe you didn't think about it in this way and now it's gotten to where i feel like man i have to constantly keep coming up with harder stuff and different stuff because no one wants to just get together and do the same thing but when you go to the gym it's like, dude, you do the same, you do the same exercises and warmups and stuff. And you, it, it's not a problem, you know? Yeah. It's not always well, about bulking up. Sometimes it's, you're just maintaining yeah. your current, your current yeah. like physique. Yeah. So I think like whenever you go, like if, like I was doing boot camp before for, for years, for a while, I mean, and it was like, like a few years ago, I was trying to say, and, um, we would do the same exercises. It would like, be like, all right, cool. We're going to do like 30 seconds of blurpees, everyone burpees. I mean, everybody go. And then it would like, okay, let's run the stairs. And it wasn't like they had to constantly be coming up with new exercises to do. Yeah. It was like, you do your morning workout and then you're done. And that's kind of what the idea was, but I keep feeling like I have to keep stretching these dudes out and keep coming up with new stuff and, different ways to do it when I'm like, we should just be doing, you know, eighth notes and 16th notes on each hand, <laughs> you know, or like, and then maybe doing some like challenge or exercise or something, you know? Mm -hmm. So, um, anyways, it is going good though. It is going good, but I think I need to keep the idea of, Hey, this is meant to be a warm up. This is not meant to be like, let's put this into perspective because this is becoming very stressful and very like, uh, it's, it's, it, it can, it has the potential to become very stressful for me. If I'm constantly trying to find other people to lead it, if I'm constantly trying to keep, stay on top of everybody's abilities and have something to share for growth, have something to share for, for growth mentally and on the drums, I feel like we need to have a structure of like, Hey, this is what we're doing. This is how we're doing it. And this is what it is every day. Mm -hmm. It's like these, one of these three warmups, one of these three warmups and one of these three warmups after that warmup, maybe we can go around the room and share. But like today they were like, Hey man, you know, it's one of the guys said, Hey, it's not, it's not about like really what we're playing, but it's like kind of what's being done in between the sips of coffee. And so they're basically saying it's about, it's about the hang and throwing ideas around and, and stuff like that, you know? So, um, yeah, it does get it, it, you know, I, I, it, I'm not full on in my, on my soapbox, but like I, there's days where I'm like, what do you guys think about this? You know, to, and like, yeah. So, um, all right, Phil, well, I didn't get to what you're, you've been up to. I've just been freaking jibber jabbing over here. So I would like to catch up with you after we have our guest on. But for right now, let's transition into our break and having Rebecca on this show. Yo, Funky Phil. Yo, Corey. We have some great listeners, don't we? Yeah. 
You know how they can be even more like dope than they already are? Keep listening. Definitely true. What else? Tell all your friends. Also very true. What else? Join the Patreon. All good things. But you know, the biggest thing that they can do is go to drumbrigade.com and check out the merch store. Yes. We have so much like dope swag up there. We got men's shirts, sweatshirts. We got women's shirts. We got kids' shirts. Yes, onesies. We got socks. Mugs. Phone cases. Stickers. We got it all. All in different sizes, all in different colors, just for you. So if you want to show the world that you are a drummer with style and you're part of the Brotherhood of Drums, go to drumbrigade.com, visit our merch store. Oh, yeah. Yes, indeed, party people. Drum Brigade Podcast, episode 103, people. That's right. That's right. So, a hundred episodes ago, we had one of my favorite people on, Phil. And she's back today. She's back. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the show, Miss Rebecca J. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Miss Rebecca J. What is up, Corey? <laughs> Look at that. Rocking a drum brigade shirt and everything. What? You know, I had to represent. I had to I represent. I mean, dude. <laughs> sorry, Phil, but she looks better in a drum brigade shirt than you do, bro. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> oh, man. Thank you for coming on once again. Our very first guest and probably our last, Phil. Sorry, guys. Show's <laughs> over. <laughs> Oh, come on. <laughs> Definitely not our last. Definitely not our last. Our first guest that we ever had on the Drum Brigade podcast. And I'm so happy that you can come back. And um, you know, we're you're you're doing so many wonderful things. We were already talking about that you are one of our favorite people in the whole world. And like you're very talented, you're very beautiful. You're very so many the inside and out, by the way, inside and out. Um, so we can talk about all of that stuff. She's been like just completely stealing the show in in um chops and coffee every morning. That's been <laughs> awesome. Um, but so um there's a lot of like history that we covered in your first interview. It's my first interview too. I have to I would love to go back and listen to that because I'm no, I hope right? that I've gotten better at interviewing by now, but I'm sure you have. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you have. Um so I'd be very surprised after 103 uh podcast episodes. Yeah. I'm really surprised. Yeah. <laughs> I know. It's I hope, I hope. I I'm I'm pretty sure like I yeah, I was it was we were talking about like when we did that interview. It was video, but then I immediately lost all the videos. So oh, then it, right. <laughs> it was so much fun. Oh my gosh. It was so crazy. But anyways, uh, Rebecca sings with, with an amazing drummer. She sings with, um, Sheila E. Holy moly. Yeah. Um, part of Sheila E's band. That's dope. Plays drums herself, plays bass herself, has her own band, sings. Well, we've been, we've been playing together for a long time mm-hmm. in a bunch of different bands, but, um, has a bunch of different bands that she plays with. She's always working vocal producer on my new album. I know I keep turning this back to me, but I mean, come on. <laughs> um, so stoked to see my name on the back of that record too. Yeah. Super cool. Yeah. So yeah, Rebecca does a lot of stuff. Just a cool hang. Also a fellow podcaster, by the way, um, your show is everything with Rebecca Jade, yep. right? 
Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. that was that that's an amazing show as well. So you do so many different things. Um, and we're just stoked to have you on the show. So, you know, how have you been? How's everything going? What's going on with you? Gosh, yeah, I'm doing good. I'm doing well. Um, just trying to, you know, you listed a bunch of things and I, I, I'm so grateful. And that's kind of exactly what the deal is. It's like I'm trying to just continue to expand, you know, learn new things. Uh, you actually were my very first official guest on my podcast. Dang, so, there we go. <laughs> so, I didn't know that. Yeah, well, no, you did say that, but I thought you had like a, an opening episode, but was that with a producer or I something did, like yeah, that? Yeah. So okay. basically Brett, Brett Davis was my, my, was technically my first guest because I was a bit nervous to do it. Like one by myself, you know? And yeah. so he's like, well, I'll be your guest. I'm like, okay, cool. You know? And so he did, he did it with me just to kind of like do an introduction and just kind of think, but, um, but you were technically my official first. Dang, day. that's yeah. dope. See this? Yeah. This is why you're a true drummer, Corey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's cool. Um, yeah. I'm, it's my honor. You know, that's really cool. But it was like, I mean, you would think that you've been doing podcasts for years. It was so natural and just so it was just a hang. You know, oh, it was man. totally cool. Yeah, it was. It was a lot of fun. Well, you and I, we are we already get get along really well, so it was it was easy. We just talked. We just you know chopped it up, and that was that was yeah. it. You know, so um and and it was, yeah, so it was a, it was a blast, and, and also a bit of um <clears throat> kind of getting out, getting outside of my comfort zone because I personally just I don't know if I, I don't feel like I speak very well you know mm-hmm. like um like if I had to talk long talks and stuff in between kind of banter stuff like that's something I had to learn over the over the years of being on stage and being a front front person mm-hmm. you know um <clears throat> and so that was something that I really struggled with and um I made it a, a a mission for myself to just be better at it become more natural look more natural sound more natural not yeah, have yeah. those strange you know in between you know awkward moments <laughs> you know hey yeah <laughs> how you feeling out there i'm starting to hate that so much you know oh yeah 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 <laughs> it's just so that like fallback statement that everybody, yeah yeah everybody says i get it i believe me i've said it a gazillion times myself <laughs> you know so i'm not like pointing fingers like oh you, you know whatever like it's literally because i'm trying to you know, gets outside of, outside of that, because I feel like there's more interesting things to say or how to like interact with the audience, you know? Yeah. I think that you, you do a really great job of that. Um, you, but the thing that is great for you. Yeah. Well, (laughs) yeah, you'll get it eventually, but no, no, no. no. Uh, you, you have such an infectious personality, you know, everybody, we were talking about this on your show that like everybody loves to be around you. Everybody loves working with you. And, um, so now that you have a podcast and you're like using your voice to speak, yeah. It is. It's, it was, it's the same for me. It's very out of my comfort zone, but, um, I think a lot, the more people can see your real personality and, and kind of transparency, there's, there's a lot of stuff that you want to keep to yourself. But, um, for me, what works is when it's unscripted, when I start getting scripted, it's like, I don't know. That's what my struggle is with the acceptance podcast where it's like, mm-hmm. I try to be scripted and then it's like, man, like this is too robotic. I just need to talk for my heart, you know? And, and for you, I think that you, you have, like I said, an infectious personality where people want to, when you're talking, people are listening, you know? And even if it's not, not so much your, um, 
you know, you're like, I didn't really want to say that. It still is. It's really nice. Yeah. You should definitely be happy that you're pursuing that. It's, it's Thank excellent. You. Yeah, it's just, it's been it's been a challenge because and that's the other thing I mentioned this to um, my friend Danielle Tucker the other day. Um, we, you know, there's also the difference of like having those like in, something interesting to say when you're um, in between songs or going to lead up to another song. So that's just a quick snippet, right? That's yeah, like yeah. ten seconds or whatever. What do I have to say for thirty minutes? Or, you know? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so you know that it's like kind of trying to push myself in that realm because also you know people people think it's the same thing well you sing so you're you should be fine no 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 like you sing yeah. a song that's already been structured and you've rehearsed it you're not coming you're not like making up a song on the, on the spot, spot right yeah. you're not creating it right there you've already worked it out so i got i got 10 or 20 sections of three minutes or four minutes that have already been, you know, like, yeah. Uh, created. So now it's like filling in those in betweens, you know, that's, that's an art in and of itself. And so now it's like just talking or, you know, so, so that's, that's been something, you know, to, to, to try to explore. I've been trying to explore. Yeah. There's, there's, that's a, it's a whole nother element that like drummers often don't have to think about, you know, I have, I've had to go through this with my dad, you know, being in a band with my dad and I'm like, I'm so particular, like, especially on stage, if it's my band, like I want, it's like my business, you know, where it's like, I want things to look the right way. I want things to be portrayed the right way. And like, I want what we're saying to be all in line and like everything work together. Phil knows, like we've been, we've gone through this with video editing and like, Hey, Phil, we have to use the same transitions and like, Mm -hmm. it can't look like that. It has to look like this. And I I get like crazy particular like that. So with the, the band, I'm like that with my dad where I'm like, look, you're playing a character, you're doing your thing, but I don't want you going up there and doing what you used to do, you know, and being like in between songs being like, well, we like to welcome everybody. And like, this song is featuring this musician. And like, I'm like, this isn't that band, yeah, you know? And then I've done some podcasts with my dad where, you know, I've either interviewed him or we've had to do podcasts in promotion for the album. Yeah. And I've had those same conversations where I'm like, you know, from years of podcasting, when somebody else is talking, if like, if I'm going, uh huh, mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm, oh yeah, I, I hate that. I, and I'm talking over you. It doesn't translate when you listen to it back. It sounds like you, it's, it feels weird giving dad space, but I've had to like say, dad, when I'm talking, when they've asked me a question and I'm putting my dad on blast right now, I shouldn't do that. But, no, but no. I'm like, when I'm get, when I'm answering a question, you just have to be quiet. You can't be like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, because it starts sounding weird. Mm-hmm. Then it, it, it's like, yeah, you got to, you, you, you can't do it. You, so, so anyways, I'm like, it's, it's cool every once in a while, but those are just like things that I've learned from podcasting when I'm interviewing, especially, or like that drummers don't often think about, especially on stage on like what you say in between songs. That is like so hard to do. <laughs> Right. And like, here I am harping on my dad. Like, you can't say it like that. You got to be your character. He's like, man, I'm trying. Like, you know, it's like, yeah. so yeah. Oh, anyway, I get it though. And that's really like, you don't learn those things until you go through it, you know, and you see it and, and doing the podcast and, and, and hearing it back, you, you notice different elements pop up, you know? So yeah. it's, it's, you can't treat it like a con you're not having you are having a conversation but you're not like it's still different right and other 
sibilances and other sounds kind of <laughs> cut, cut in and it just yeah. it, it, it can take away from from it um so yeah there, these, there's a, those are all those little intricate things that really come into play and i think maybe not a lot of people understand like the the levels and the different you know um the, the, the pieces that kind of come together to create either a show right. or a podcast, a live stream. There's so many things, you know, it's not just, Oh, I'm gonna turn this on. You know, it's like, yeah. I'm, I'm just going to put this switch on that. So the light will come on. Well, how does the light come on? You know, it's like, <laughs> right. there's a lot of, there's a lot of layers that, that well, you know. so far so good. And like, you know, the thing is that, that I, I love about podcasting is it's when it's your thing, it's like, dude, if it, if it's not good, you don't have to post it. You could just like, you know, if somebody <laughs> sucks as an interview, you don't have to post it. But for us, I mean, we've had interviews, some interviews that are better than others, but for the most part, we're just like, yeah, I mean, it's good content. And normally what you're thinking is not what other people are thinking. So mm-hmm. it's uh, so far so good. I think your show is really entertaining and really good, but that's because of you. It's just, <laughs> that's oh, how you are. Well, how about, I'm, um, I'm curious how it's going to unfold. I'm really, I'm really, uh, I'm excited and nervous about it, but it'll, it'll be fun. Some of the, some of the people that you hang with is like, I'm really interested to see like if the, those people are coming on because like, like, for example, like another singer that we know, um, uh, Ken Turner, like, I would love to see that episode. I would love to see your guys' dynamic and your banter. And like, you guys are hilarious together. (laughs) And like, like, it's almost like you guys have your own language, you know? Mm -hmm. And that is so when I've been on gigs with you two, yeah. it's like, I just want to hang around, like be a fly on the wall and just watch like <laughs> things unfold and right, just like right. chuckle at stuff. You know, that, yeah. that would probably be, in my opinion, I'm like, Oh man, that's an episode I wouldn't miss. Yeah. That's an yeah. episode I would want to see. You know? Oh, that's good to know. I appreciate that suggestion. Cause that, yeah. that, that might be a, that would be cool for sure. Yeah. For sure. Um, how's the how's the singing going? So I know we're all in this crazy world right now, but um, are yeah. you doing any any gigs, any sessions, anything mm-hmm. like that? Yes, yes, and yes. I'm. I can't. Cool. I can't even believe it. Um, <laughs> let's see. Um, you know, I think gigs have started to um, kind of open up a little bit. Venues a little bit. I say venues, restaurants. You know, that are accepting um, live music and outside and stuff so uh, i have a couple coming up um that are like i just played a place in rancho santa fe um last week i played it um i play at uh I'm playing the c- casino i'm playing at a restaurant this friday bellamy's and escondido and i'm playing at oh. a, my first time i'm playing at saquon next weekend wow. so that'll be interesting I, um but you know they're all taking the precautions uh, Bellamy's is outside. I already I've played there before. It's beautiful back back um, outside area. So it'll just be me and a guitar player. Nice. And then um, Saturday, I'm really curious. It's indoors, which makes me a little nervous. But it's uh, the, they say that they keep the bands totally separated. Um, we have plexiglass, all that stuff. So um, and they have to be people have to stay like 12 feet away and stuff like that. Oh, so. that's good to know. So that helps me feel because i haven't played i haven't played a gig in a few months now and Mm -hmm. that was before all these precautions but right i started getting hit up this like last week like out of nowhere just all these like hey man are you available this saturday and i'm like no i'm not available saturday (laughs) beat it i'm not trying to do that and um but then i'm like maybe you know and then and and so but hearing that there's precautions being made that's good i mean something's got to give we gotta we gotta you know 
do something, but and I think that that's important. Like that's the first thing. It's almost like part of the conversation now, which is important. So you go, yeah. okay, yeah, I'd be interested. Like even session work, I've had a couple of gigs, session gigs come up, um, and it's literally like, yeah, are you uh, available for this? And I go, yes, I can be available if the engineer is going to wipe down the microphones and headphones, yeah. and you know what I mean. Like it's just part of the conversation now, you know. Which, which me personally, it makes me happy because I'm. It's one thing, no offense, to play drums and you're touching stuff. It's another thing you put yeah. your mouth on a microphone. Oh, exactly. You know? <laughs> so, yeah. so uh, you know, uh, I think it's 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 really important that that is part of the conversation. So, um, so I've been doing that, and I've been. I had a friend of mine help me. Uh, this happened so a year ago, almost now, right at the start of COVID, asked if I knew if I could record from home, you know? And I said, I said, I have everything, but I've never actually set it up. Um, yeah. And he helped me. He literally helped, took, spent about, we spent about three or four hours of just taking steps and setting it up. And so now I'm, I'm set up to record here at home in I have, a, I have a vocal booth I, I set up behind me you know and we he helped me build a basically eq my mic to my room and so I, i'm able to record here from home which is that is awesome i'm doing that, that. Is awesome yeah i've been doing other recording sessions even at other studios <laughs> but we're limited you know i mean yeah it's really uh if it's if it's set up right, then I don't, I don't mind as long as it's, you know, people are taking precautions. Right. Yeah. That's, that's good. That's one of the things that we were talking about years ago on your, on when you came on that you work as like, you work more than any musician I know, like you're just always working and you're always, you're always making, you know, that's what I mean. People, people love working with you and, um, you're very professional, but you're, you're, I did a session with you one time. It was a video session and, jazz jazz tunes with anthony smith and uh -huh, yeah. odd times odd time <laughs> signatures all this stuff and oh. rebecca like laid down her tracks in like one two takes like and if it was two takes it was because they wanted another take it wasn't because like rebecca was like hold on hold on like wait can you take that again it was like and then i've done that gig with other singers where they cannot play those songs because the time the odd times and like there's you know it's so it was, that was something that was really impressive where I was like, man, there's like, you, you know, it, there's a reason why you work as much as you do. It's really Thank cool. You. I appreciate that. Um, so we have to touch on what it's like playing with one of the most well-known drummers of all time. Um, that being Sheila E. Uh, She's amazing. Yeah. I mean, do you think you can call her and she can jump on real quick or... <laughs> Um, no, so you, you sing with Sheila E. Um, and, uh, before COVID you were touring like crazy with Sheila E's band. And, um, that's pretty cool. Um, what's it like, what's it like playing with the world renowned drummer and singer performer, just a, a celebrity, you know, somebody who played drums for Prince and like comes from a lineage of drummers. And like, I mean, it's crazy, you know, like that's a big deal for us in the drum world, you know? And so uh, you know, what is, what's it like? What's the hang like? Like, what's the, what's the vibe like? Does she ever jump on the drums? And obviously every show she plays like drum solos and timbale solos and stuff. So yeah. it's been great. Sorry. I'm <laughs> cleaning right now. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, it's been really wonderful. I, I always like to say that, and it's true. I, I've been, I've been in her band since 2017 and um, 
it's what three years i know covid is like this weird asterisk you know yeah. so we haven't done anything in a year but um well she did one live stream about six months ago but other than that um she, um i feel like every time i'm on stage i i still feel like a like a, a uh i'm watching like like a like a what am I trying to say? Like I'm, I'm watching her. Like yeah, I'm entertained even on stage. I'm watching her. I'm learning, and I'm just like, wow, this is incredible. She just she puts on a great show. She kills it. I mean, Timbales. I mean, kills it. Um, and every once in a while, it depends on which show. When I first started with with her, we were doing more Prince songs. It was more of a like a Prince tribute show. Um, mixed in so Prince songs and her songs right or songs that she did with Prince and then um, and so she would get on I think she would get on the she didn't get on the drums I don't think back then and then she did a a new album um, and it was all like it was called Iconic songs uh, songs basically songs from from America like um, and it was um, it was like Sly and the Family Stone. It was like just it was just like positive message songs, you know, cool. or like songs about just they were um, they were just more uh, like thought provoking songs, you know, um, like Pusher Man was one of the songs and like stuff like that. That's just like that kind of 60s, 70s, like soul funk, you know, mm-hmm. Um <clears throat> and uh, 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 and George Clinton, you know that kind of thing. You know what I mean? And she did a really dope version of the American national anthem. You know, she she calls it a funky national anthem, and it's just like it's like to a groove. You know, nice. <laughs> funky Phil, funky Phil is salivating over <laughs> there. It's all so, his jam. It's so killing, right? <laughs> so, you know, and so that's how we used to open the show. You know, it starts out, you know. Oh, say, can you see? It was like super killing, right? (laughs) (laughs) So, so it's just, she kind of just went in a different direction of more like funk and like just kind of throwback homage to, you know, like that 70s soul, 60s, 70s soul music and then just, and then the messages within those songs. And so, and those that show um she would feature you know she would take a moment and sit on the drums and man <laughs> she's bad and of course shout out to her drummer because look you have to be a dope drummer to back up sheila e's band right mm-hmm. so i um, mean he's a drummer and his name's wes um wes mcvicker he's uh, based out of houston um dope drummer and then he would step he would step off stage and sheila would step up and and like and play on on the set full set but wow um it's super killing if you follow on on sheila's page she just posted a bit where she and wes were actually playing together nice Um, two like two drum sets you know like you know sit sorry (laughs) kind of like this so wes here she was here and they're just like like dude fire it's so that's killed. so cool that's so cool yeah i mean it's so does she know that you play drums a little bit no i mean so not really uh uh-huh. you know one time and of course of course the one time she <clears throat> i'm not a drummer like you guys i can i can you know i have a i have i can hold tempo and all that fun stuff you know and and uh i filled in i don't know if i ever told you this at the anthology total sidebar one time the drummer didn't know we had a show like oh, no. <laughs> and oh, gosh. this was this was like 
many years ago and I was just starting out like playing uh-huh. drums, super like kind of beginner ish. But, um, and so I played like the first like 30 minutes. Oh my goodness. Um, on stage I played, but I knew the songs. Like I just kind of knew, you know what I mean? And so I wasn't yeah. going to be like funk. Yeah. I wasn't trying to be funky Phil. I was, just trying, to, <laughs> I was trying to just hold the tempo, you know, like keep the, you know, and so, um, but uh, anyway, so that's like, at the extent of it, you know, uh, where I, and I've, you know, play a little bit and stuff like that. A- aspirations, of course, you see, I'm going to drum set here. That's some yeah. here. You know what I mean? I love, so, it. <laughs> I love drums and percussion and stuff like that. So, but one day we were at sound check to come back to the story, your question. One day we were at sound check and she didn't know, like at all, you know, and, and, but one day she just goes here, she hands me her drumsticks and she goes here, sit on. And I was like, the heck am I? <laughs> and, and she, let's see, I, it's one thing for me because that's, <clears throat> it's one thing to like, it's one thing to like sit down. You guys would feel most comfortable just sit and just come up with a groove, right? Uh, I would feel more comfortable if like somebody else was like playing something and I could like, you know what I'm uh, saying? Yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. shit, you know? And so, oh, sorry. <laughs> and so, so she's like, um, so she's like, oh, and then she, cause there's a part where we play, uh, oh, what's the song? God, it's been over a year. So I don't remember. It was one of the Prince. Uh, uh, she said to do housequake, you know? This oh part my gosh. She, yeah. So she does it. She would do it in the show. So she's like, do housequake. And so I was trying to like sing it and play it. And, you know, and so uh-huh. that was, that was fun. It was just a good, uh, it was just a, it was a cool moment, but she just totally sprung it on me, you know, <laughs> gave me the drum you on the spot. I was like, dang it. <laughs> Uh-oh. You should have just hit her, hit her with the like, blah, boop, blah, boop, blah, boop. Right. You know, just, just full on. Like. I know. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, so then that was funny. But, but, but like her keyboard player, I guess he, I haven't seen him do it. I guess prior, before me joining the band, he, I guess there was a time where she had like everybody like sit and play on the drums and stuff like that. Her cool. keyboard player, Bertrand Curtis all in North Carolina, <clears throat> he is an incredible piano player, but I guess he's a drummer, even wow. even better drummer than a piano. Wow. Player. He was like, I guess, killing it. I was like, <laughs> dang. So Dude, Bert that's dope. on drums. Her drummer is super dope, you know. That's really cool. I, now that I wonder who else in the band is is killing too. They probably all play drums <laughs> in some form or fashion, you know. So I was like, I think I missed my I missed my opportunity to like. <laughs> yeah. Well. But, I have I have yet to see you guys live. I haven't I haven't with you in the band. I haven't seen you guys, so I hope yeah. I hope we all I have that opportunity soon. I hope and, so um, too. We know yeah, we're supposed be cool. to be actually. I was bummed because we were last year. We were supposed to play at Kaboo here. Oh really? Oh, that would be dope. I was like, dang it! I was like, yeah, we're coming to. Oh, thanks, COVID. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I I always I go through that too, and like we finally have like a a show like a band that I'm touring with, and no everybody around town sees me play with like my pickup gigs or whatever restaurant gigs or wedding gigs or whatever but no one sees right. the bands that i'm touring with and when they come I, home i'm like yes you know and then if it falls through or if like another drummer gets it i'm like oh man like. right. <laughs> so, um all right so we have um phil anything going on in the chat we just had a request for rebecca to hop on some drums <laughs> <laughs> 
I'll help you on that. It's up to you. <laughs> we have some funny requests sometimes. So um, we have our, uh, we call it the wheel of death. It's just random questions. Okay. Um, do you want to jump on that with us? No. No, I'm just kidding. Of course. <laughs> Show's over, Phil. <laughs> All, All right. right, here we go. Drum, 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 drum Brigade Podcast. Yay. Miss Rebecca J just hanging out with us, you know. Love it. World renowned singer, world renowned musician. Like, at, well, who knows what else? <laughs> Model, actress. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. So here's some random questions. It's the it's the wheel of death. Here we go. <laughs> Don't make fun of our wacky sound effects. I love it. I love it. <laughs> All right. What's the best way to waste a day for you? Jeez. The That's best way hard. to waste a day. The best way. Uh, see, I don't find a date. It's hard to waste a day. See, it's that's hard. a good, that's a good answer. That's how I feel now too. Yeah. It's hard to waste a day. I feel like I, there's always something to be done. So if I have to force myself to waste a day, like watch a movie or something. Same for me. I don't know. You know what I mean? Because it's like anything I do is usually lead. It's it's in some sort of rep, uh, uh, con- contributes to something else. I'm involved. Right. You know, <laughs> so, that's the same. That's the same mindset that I have. Where I'm like, I don't want to waste a day. Yeah. Like, I only get so many. Like I need to. I guess okay. So Sunday is like my rest day, and uh-huh. that day I'm like, all right. The best way to waste a day. First of all, I'm sleeping in which is probably about eight o'clock now. And then I'm cooking a big <laughs> breakfast with my wife. We're, nice. eating, we're eating like Sunday breakfast. Um, and then I'm chilling I'm taking naps. I'm watching a movie maybe like, yeah. 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 Okay. So sleeping is good. I like that. I'm, I'm, bar- I'm going to borrow that from you. <laughs> um, uh, movie is good. Eating is oh, always good. Always yes. good. <laughs> um, as you know, Rico and I, we ride motorcycles. So that's actually, oh, that's a good that one. would be something we, um, I could say is it's still not a waste because it's, it's in, I guess you can enjoy wasting your day. Right. So yeah. yeah. So we would go for, probably go for a motorcycle ride. That's a good, um, I, that's a good, yeah. That would be good. Phil, and, you know, do you know, Rebecca rides a Harley? <laughs> he does know that. <laughs> yeah. She'll roll up sometimes and you're just like, who's that? And she'll just take off her hair and then, I mean, her yeah, helmet and her hair is like, boom. That, She's yeah, just like, yeah, that's my- right. It all fits in the helmet. You know, <laughs> Actually, cool. I take off my fro and then I put on an Afro <laughs> helmet. <laughs> That'd be cool if they just let you use your fro as your helmet. Right. Exactly. <laughs> got Rico, oh, Rico had me try on one of his helmets that he just got. And it's like one of those that's shaped, like looks like a baseball cap. But okay. with the, oh, cool. With the, with the lid like bent up a little bit, you know, so uh-huh. you can forward or backwards. I had it on backward. You can barely see it. Like it literally was like, you can barely see it. It's so funny. Really? It hides in my hair. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, they make, they make helmets that have like a, it's like a baseball hat. Uh-huh. Oh, that's cool, man. That's yeah. cool. So I'm a big uh, motorcycle guy too, as you guys know. So yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So, um, I would say ride a motorcycle. Um, um yeah i don't know that's that, cool that'd be, that would be it hang out with my hang out with my folks but so that's not a waste either it's just yeah be, you know quality time <laughs> funky phil what are you doing hmm. 
Well, probably everything you guys said, minus I don't ride motorcycles. I'm not cool like that. But <laughs> Yeah, right, Phil. <laughs> He's in the Hell's Angels. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Watch movies, play video games, eat food. Yeah, I, I'm not allowed to play drums, right? That's not. No. That's too productive. Okay. Too productive. Uh, I mean, I would say play with my kids, but that I I kind of think that's a waste, really. Either it's not a waste of a day, Phil. So yeah, probably <laughs> video games, movies, lots of food. You have to like naps, if you're and then if, more if you're, naps. If you're wasting your day, you have to neglect your kids. You just leave them in their room and you don't feed them or anything. <laughs> <laughs> you just do your thing. Oh wait, All right, let's go again. She's in the chat. I have to say. Sorry, go ahead. I have to say happy birthday, Gooch. Oh, it's Gooch's birthday. It is. He's not even coming on today, dude. What the heck? He could come and jump in. I just, I didn't text him today. We'll have to get the word on the street next week. Yeah. Um, who's the last person that made you nervous? Besides me and Funky Phil. Right, right. <laughs> who's the last person that made me nervous? Um... <clears throat> God, it has to be a person or an event. <laughs> um, it says person, but you can say event. Um, I think I would say uh, I, I did a, well, I would say, yeah, I would say probably uh, uh, so I did a Christmas concert, live stream concert um, with um, Dave Cause. He's a saxophone uh like smooth jazz saxophone player he's incredible and he um he had me as his special guest one of his one of his special guests and he had uh jonathan butler who's this incredible singer he's from south africa and he's incredible singer and guitar player um and i was nervous on that because we did a duet (laughs) we had to sing oh nice a duet together um and that that made me nervous, but it was, ex- it was exciting nervous. You know what I mean? It was yeah. more just like, you got to really step it up. <laughs> and it was like our first time, you know, it's one thing to like, we had rehearsed it, but I know me, like, I like to, you know, like we just, we ran it a couple of times and, 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 uh, but I'd never sung the song before. So I always, I feel of course a little more confident if I had sung the song before, you know, and it's like, okay, cool. But this is like me learning a song, brand new song. And then singing it live with Jonathan oh Butler. And yeah, I was a little nervous. I was a little nervous. That's probably That's so funny. I cannot picture you getting nervous to sing. Like, you yeah. know, I mean, obviously you probably weren't nervous about singing, but like the, the whole event and the whole Even thing. Even that, right? because, you know, the song, it's, it's, there was, there's some, it's very rangy, you know? And oh, so okay. part we're like, we're singing kind of low and then it goes to this really high part. And I was wow. like, I had to really, you know, like trust on my, my vocal technique, yeah. <laughs> you know? And, uh, but yeah, so that, I was definitely genuinely nervous on that one. And I do get nervous <laughs> cool. performing when it's something brand new, you know, yeah. it's one thing to be on stage and stuff. And I, I think I've learned over the years to, to uh i guess mask it pretty well i guess but yeah. um but yeah that would i would definitely say that was a time um so that was a christmas christmas co- live stream concert with dave cos nice funky phil i don't know man you mean like for playing drums i don't know just nervous <laughs> in general this is the last person that made you nervous i guess myself i make myself nervous all the time <laughs> 
going to get it. If okay. it could be anything, yeah, I, yeah, I probably make myself. I'm probably the primary one that makes myself anxious and nervous. Last <laughs> night for me, last night, this is what happened. Me and my wife went to the store, and walking through the store, one of the dudes that rents the studio here with me, like, um, uh, his wife was also walking. Like we ran into each other. Like, but I didn't notice. Like I couldn't tell if it was her. <laughs> So she had her mask on and I had my mask on and then I was like looking at her, but then I got in my own head. Like now I'm just some guy like looking at this girl and like, she probably thinks I'm like checking her out. And so I'm, I'm smiling under my mask, but she can't tell I'm smiling. So I just keep looking at her like, dude, that girl looks just like, you know, my friend's wife. And so I just kind of, so she, we, she's looking at me. And then she waves and then I wave like, Hey, but I still can't tell it's her. And so I'm like, I got to say something. So I'm like, you look just like my friend. And then she's like, who? And I'm like you. Cause I don't want to say you look like my friend. Cause then I feel stupid. So I'm like you. And then she's like, Oh, you mean I look like Janelle? And then I'm like, now I just feel dumb. Now I just feel stinking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm like, yeah, yeah, no, hey, how you doing? Like, yeah. And then I'm like, all right, legit, I didn't recognize you because your mask. Like, I'm like, I have to come clean. <laughs> and I was like, I was so nervous. I was like, <laughs> that's real thing. It's it's okay to feel that. Way. And yeah. so so then I, I did the same thing, but we never stopped. It was just like I think that's okay anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I almost just walked, but it, but dude, she looked like just a legit like random girl, like. And then I was like in my head, like, dude, now I look like some creep that's just like nonstop looking at her. But then I didn't realize that she was looking at me the same way, like, oh, that looks like Corey. But like, and then when I was like, oh, hey, like, but it was like that kind of awkward, like, hey. <laughs> and then I'm like, no, I'm sorry, you just look like my friend. And then she's like, who? And then it was, you know, random me, like, I had to think up my feet, like you like i'm talking about somebody else like so dumb dude <laughs> and so i ran over to my wife like babe i just saw janelle and like she's like oh really where is she and i'm like okay but i didn't really notice her and like i felt like i'm confessing or something <laughs> like it's so stupid dude so that was that was the, the 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 last person that made me nervous i felt really like in my own head like nervous about it <laughs> um so uh let's go one more. Okay. Um okay, here we go. Oh boy, it's it's not a thing. Um okay, this is kind of a, a weird question. Um you're uh you know what? I'm not going with this and I'm going with the dinosaur question, Phil. You know that's gonna that's gonna pipe up in the yeah. it's gonna pop up in the chat. It was already <laughs> requested. See, yeah, might as well go with that one. All right, so uh, Jurassic Park, it's real. And they're able to take DNA and make you a dinosaur for a pet. It's, Which dinosaur are you using? But it's trainable. It's like it'll, it'll do it's whatever trainable, you like want. a dog, yeah. Yeah, you can use it. You can, like, just have it play with you. You can have it attack people if you want, I guess. And you better be, you better say the name right or else Phil's going to get very mad. God, I gotta go back. <laughs> Phil's so particular on his names for dinosaurs. Just that one. Just that one. 
Well, I might need your help then. I want to make sure it's, it's, I like the one, like the smaller version. It looks like a T-Rex, but smaller. A Velociraptor? Velociraptor. I think I would have that one. Dang. All right. Dangerous. (laughs) Don't they fly too? (laughs) No, that's not the one. No. I love that. (laughs) I love that in your mind, though. Velociraptors are flying around. No, then because I like them because then I might need to ride to the store or something like. So I want the one, <laughs> you know. <laughs> okay, so you want the one that Phil likes. A, what, what is it? A Terrarodon or Pteranodon. something? Pteranodon. Yeah. Kind of like, kind of like, um, like on Avatar. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's so, like a big, big one. Yep. So kind of mean, but then like a mode of transportation as well. <laughs> it's like twofold. Yeah. So. yeah. That's cool. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So I always say I want I want a Brontosaurus Rex, but Phil says they're not called Rex. It's just Brontosaurus. Yeah, that's true. Tyrannosaurus see, all this is the only one that's a Rex, right? Or am I wrong? Okay. Well, mm-hmm. <laughs> see, ever since see? I was in like probably third grade and I started learning about dinosaurs, I always thought like a lot of dinosaurs were called something something Rex. Gotcha. gotcha. So nope. Brontosaurus Rex. Brontosaurus. Was, so I said I'm going to have a brontosaurus and I'm going to name him Rex. There so we go. He can be. He's I right. can be right. There you yeah. go. <laughs> and we're going to eat vegetables together, and we're going to like, we're just going to eat salad, and then I'm going to ride on him. He's it. big. I He's big. Feed my what's it called? The ter- pteranodon. 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 Oh, is it a carnivore? Huh. Those are carnivores, right, Phil? Yeah, I think they. They would probably just, you could probably just send it out to go get fish out of the ocean. Just be like, go feed yourself. <laughs> oh, go take, eat. Open the door. Take care uh, of yeah, your yeah. business away from the house. I don't want to clean up after you. There we go. I'm, fi- yeah. I'm envisioning like, you know, like tigers and stuff that have to throw it like red meat. I don't want to do that. No, no, no. no, no. <laughs> so, that was yeah. bad enough. I used to have a snake. I don't know if I told you this, Corey. I used to have a snake and I, I, I like snakes a lot, but feeding them was was hard <laughs> you have to feed them like real mice like live mice oh no well no they have this is they have non-live mice you can okay freeze them which is kind of weird does uh, a snake want that though i don't think so i think they probably prefer a live one you know yeah. so, and i watch and i'm like it's really fascinating it's just the cycle of nature really yeah it is it is yeah but it was hard to watch sometimes. I, I saw this video on TikTok that was like this person had a pet alligator and they feed it bunnies. And it was like the cutest little bunny just sitting in the pen, like like in the like the area. And then you see the croc coming out of the or the alligator coming out of the water and you're like, oh no. And it just snatches that bunny. It's like, hey, this is nature. Yeah. This is what this is what they eat. What is what they would do out in the in the wild and right. No. Unfortunate. It's unfortunate for that bunny, but yeah. ah, man, I can't watch it. It's the cutest little tough. thing. That was hard. That's, imagine even mice. I know they're not like people's favorite thing, but it's still a cute little thing. I know. Her, you know, and yeah. so. But I had the snake. Her name was Sasha. She was about five foot. Uh, she was wow. a, a ball python. Sorry, she was a ball python. So Damn. I loved it. I loved having her take her out. I walk around. I'd have her on my neck. I'd take her. <laughs> Bigger places. I was that. I was that person. You know, riding Harley's, walking around with snakes, just ki- living life on the edge. Dude, pteranodons so cool. in the backyard. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'd name him Donny Boy. That'd be mine. Donny Boy. 
I love it. Phil, you still going with Pteranodon? Yeah. What mm-hmm. about a Pteranodon Rex? Nope. Dang it. One of these days, dude. <laughs> One of these days. Um, well, I mean, what can you do? I'm going to train mine, though. I'm going to train mine. Mine's going to eat plants, but I'm going to train it to be kind of mean sometimes. Like, you know, road rage, just stop, just step on a car, like beat it, you know? Right. Stuff like that. Haters, <laughs> all that kind of stuff. That's good. Um, all right. So let's transition out of this. And then Rebecca is just going to hang with us right for the rest of the show. And we're going to wrap this show up. Okay. All right. Sorry, Phil. Hear that right now. I can't not have an episode without a soapbox. I love Corey's soapbox. <laughs> All right, so this one is from last week. Uh, Last week, I did the Acceptance Podcast, and um, probably the last episode, but uh, partially because of this and then partially not. So I'm going to do my thing whether people like it or not, and everybody in the world knows that. But, um, you know, I I don't think people know, like, how much work goes into, like, we were talking about doing a podcast like especially the acceptance podcast it's hours of work like scripting writing basically writing a talk and then st- setting up going live editing the video doing all this stuff it's a ton of work anyways um the acceptance podcast is based on my experiences so never once did i ever say that i'm a psychologist <laughs> or a doctor in any of these fields it's supposed to be a motivational podcast based on my experiences from touring, from running a business, from teaching, from whatever else I've done over the years. <sighs> Here's where I get start getting angry, Phil. All right. Some bozo. So there's people chiming in on the chat. They're like, yeah, you know, hey, oh man, I've dealt with this problem. A lot of musicians have responded positively to this. So this, this podcast last week was based on your association, surrounding yourself around people that's going to help you grow and surrounding yourself, like clipping people that are going to hinder you from reaching your goals and growing. I feel like that's a positive subject, but it's also like some people, if you're the person that's hindering people from growing, then you're probably going to take offense to what I'm saying. All right. Some bozo chimes in on Facebook and is like, Hey, I'm checking out your new podcast. And, um, he's like, a lot of your viewpoints are skewed and he's like, and, uh, you don't, you don't, uh, you're leaving a lot of psychology out of the, of what you're talking about. Plus you're preaching. First of all, did I ask for your opinion? Second of all, like, who are you even don't listen? Like, I don't know you. And then third, I'm like, you know what? Like, I'm going to respond and I'm going to be like, Hey man, it's all good. You don't have to listen. This show isn't for you. But then I was like, no. And I'm like, you know what, bro? Like you can start your own podcast, you know, and like you can do a better job, but until then stay off of my, my platform and go get a life, beat it. 
And then I was like thinking about it. it started getting under my skin where I'm like, you know, I know you're just a troll and I know you're just like a, a dude that's like getting, getting me mad. And I know you mean well, but like, I didn't ask for this unsolicited, you know, um, advice. And I, I understand that constructive criticism is what it is. But at the same time, I just spent an hour talking about how I want to surround myself around people that help me grow and pr- surround myself around positive people. And then here you come in here and you like are going to say that like something super negative. And so I'm like, you know what, bro, if you don't like what I put out, then you can just be blocked. And so I'm like, now you're not going to appreciate anything that I put out. Not one thing because now you're blocked. You're not going to see anything. If you're a fan of my drumming and my music and drum brigade and this and that, and all the things that I do, you're not going to get any of it. Now you can congratulate yourself. And so I blocked that fool. I have a zero tolerance policy, Phil. No acceptance. No acceptance. None. <laughs> if you want to be accepted, the drum brigade is not for you. Okay. <laughs> you do not belong here, Phil. You do not belong. Okay. <laughs> um, you no, know, I accept. I look unaccepted. I, uh, I there are things like that are unacceptable, like. And, and what I spent, like, the thing is, if this dude was listening, he would understand where I'm coming from and what I'm saying. And what I was saying was, you know, in order for you to feel accepted, in order for you to feel like you belong, you have to, one, accept yourself and accept that what you're doing is your best. But you have to surround yourself around positive people. And if they're going to hinder you from reaching your goals, then you need to like maybe limit your association around them around them, or not talk about what you're talking about with them. You know, I have friends where I'm like, I can't talk drum brigade around them because it becomes negative. And then I, it, it hinders me. I can't have that. If somebody's going to constantly troll me, now I feel like every time I do a podcast, I have a dude like... In my head, I'm thinking, is this guy listening to me? Forget you, dude. You're blocked. Don't say stupid stuff. Then you won't have a soapbox about you. And you won't get, you won't have to be blocked. This period. Don't listen. Don't watch anything. If you don't accept what I'm doing, don't watch it. Don't listen to it. Let me help you. Now you're not allowed to listen to anything that I put out. Pretty simple, right, Phil? I ain't trying to hear that right now. Sick of these fools, man. Die, die, die. (laughs) (sighs) I was mad about that guy, dude. And I was like looking, I I go on his page and I'm like, who is this guy? And it's just like some Rasta dude, like some like reggae guy. I'm like, okay, so obviously you know about me from my music. Like, you know, I didn't request a friend with you. You requested a friend with me. So obviously you're a fan, dude. And you're going to come on here and critique what I'm doing. Like, I never, I'm like, I never claimed to be a doctor, bro. I never claimed any of that. This is through my experiences. That's it. It's just me trying to put something positive out. Why are people haters like this, dude? Stop. You try to put saying it around me or I will punch (laughs) you in the face. Oh, <laughs> shut up. I'm telling you, man. Gosh, stop talking to me. <laughs> stop, stop, t- stop, stop talking to me. This fool sucks. That's what I'm saying, dude. It's what I've said. What is wrong with you, Zildjian? <sighs> oh.
I told you this was going to be a more positive. Super positive. Super positive. <laughs> it's not funny. It's what. It's just. Yeah. That guy needs to realize this drop right here. I'm the cool person in this group. All right. See? <laughs> all right. So, you know. Yeah. This show is going to go better than this. <laughs> oh, that's a classic. That a that's a good one. This show is going to go better than this. <laughs> I don't know why I was even saying that. <laughs> Um, anyways, I mean, th this is just soapbox. So, I mean, it wasn't that big of a deal. Um, but I just don't like when people like, don't really get what we're doing for what it's worth. Like, that's like us, like, like you're talking about Rebecca, putting yourself out there. You're, you're already in like, it's out of your comfort zone. And like, you're not claiming to be something you're not like for me, I'm not claiming to be some like, you know, some big motivational speaker guy. Like I'm, I'm trying to share some positivity through my experiences. That's it. And I, I already know, like, like I always say, if, how do you know you're doing something wrong or how do you know when you're doing something right? When all the haters are saying you're doing it wrong. Um, and that's like when, you know, so I'm like, I feel like I was right to put it out like unapologetically. Cause I was almost like, man, it almost affected me to where it was like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to put this one out. You know, and I'm like, dude, shut up. There's all these guys out there that are like totally like musicians that are like, man, thank you for putting this out. This is something that I struggle with. This is something, you know, and, and it's like, because you can't relate to it now, you feel the need to send me a DM and be like, this sucks. You know, I don't care if you're, he's like some motivational coach or something. I'm like, then put out your own podcast. Get off my platform, bozo. Die, Phil. Yeah. <laughs> Die. <laughs> Oh my goodness. All right. So on that note, um, not a big deal. Just, just maybe, you know, let me help you out from hindering you from watching anything that I put out from here on out. We don't need people like that. Yeah. We don't need it. Constructive criticism is one thing. Let me help you out, man. Hey, you know, have you thought about doing something more like this? But jumping in on my DMs and saying something like that is just, nah, you get blocked for that. Sorry, unfortunate. I have a zero. I told you this a long time ago, Phil. I have a zero tolerance policy for trolls. Mm -hmm. You troll me, first offense, you're blocked. Period. I won't tolerate it. No. Unaccepted. Yeah. Unacceptable. You're on thin ice, Phil. <laughs> Die. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, all right. So anyways, thank you so much, Rebecca, for coming on. Sorry I had to get on one real quick, you know? I love it. I love your soapboxes. <laughs> I've seen I've seen them over the years, and I love them. <laughs> she's so, she's seen them in person. So. I have. Yeah. Oh yes. Um, it's well, it's lighthearted though. It is. I always say on the show, if you if you don't want to be the the source of a soapbox, then don't do stupid dumb stuff. <laughs> then you won't, you won't be the subject of one. Stupid. But dumb. like you know, I gotta call things out how I see them. Um, no, uh, hey, this one time this week, no board on the street from Kevin and Gucci this week because we're running behind. So sorry, guys, but you know, you're gonna have to deal with it. <laughs> uh, no show next week, Funky Phil, taking the week off. Okay, um, Rebecca, if anybody wants to get in touch with you or see what you do or watch your podcast, how do they do that? 
probably the easiest way is just to, all my social media is Lady Rebecca Jade. So Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, yes. or maybe they've never used. But anyway, it's all Lady Rebecca Jade. And um, and then my website is, is uh, RebeccaJade.com. And I'm also working on building up um, my YouTube content. So if people can follow me on YouTube at Rebecca Jade. Oh, we should collab on some YouTube content. Yes, that'd be yes. great. I can help with um, video editing and stuff too. Oh, that'd be awesome. Um, do you still you still have um like merch and stuff like that too, right? You know, I want to talk to you about that because okay. I, <laughs> I need I need some guidance on uh, on what's the best way and easiest way to get. Because I have some cool I have a cool logo. Um, okay. Uh, I, want, I have it on t shirts, but I'm all out of t shirts, and I want to have it was easy enough for people to get it. I got you off the air. I I'll, I'll tell you all about it. Um, super easy, super simple. Um, all right. So thank you once again for coming on and hanging with us doing the drum brigade podcast. So now this show, the way that it's set up is anyone is welcome to come on where it's just hang out and spin the wheel of death, talk about random stuff, take listener questions. So if you ever want to do that, please just jump, jump in with us. Um, or if there's anything to promote or anything like that, of course, anytime. Funky Phil, thank you. Just top form, top form today. <laughs> Just, I mean, best best show you've ever done. Thanks. Yeah, I worked yeah. really hard. Amazing. Uh, thank you to me for just <laughs> amazing, amazing Phil. <laughs> top like form, Ken doll, just perfect. <laughs> Thank you to all the guys in the chat room and for chiming in with the questions. We appreciate that. Um, yeah. Great show. Show 103, Drum Brigade podcast. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Drum Brigade podcast. This podcast was recorded in the Beat Locker at Pimp City in Oceanside, California. This podcast was produced by Funky Phil Pardell, and all drops and original music are by Corey Kingston. The Drum Brigade theme song is I Don't Like Your Music by The Busters. For more episodes, please visit drumbrigade.com and hit up our archives to hear some great interviews with Thomas Lang, Daniel Glass, Stan Bicknell, Tosh the Drummer, Kurt Buscara, Mike Dawson, and many, many more. For all other things, or to get in touch, please visit drumbrigade.com. Oh yeah, one more thing. Like and subscribe.